Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Boiler Point Podcast. It's been a long time. I know. I know. But we're back. Better than ever. Ready to lay it all out on the table. So, we're back with me, your host, Layla, as always. We have Michael here, Brittany here, and a special guest star, Karina. Thank you all for joining us. How you guys feeling? You know, how's your summer going? Talk to it's been good so far. It's nice to have a break and be home. So I'm happy right now, actually. Yeah. Awesome. It's good to hear. Good to hear. How about you, Michael? How you doing? Um, I'm good. I'm chilling, you know, doing my summer activities and shit. I'm out here traveling right now. Okay. Planning towards the future. <laughs> yes, ma'am. We love to hear it. Okay. <laughs> so today's episode as we all know, will be about boundaries. Ooh, ah, spicy. So, <laughs> as we always start, we start with definitions because everybody has a different perspective and I want to hear what everyone thinks. So when you hear boundaries, what comes to mind? Like, what do boundaries mean to you? Lines. Lines. Warnings. I think for me, when I hear boundaries, I think not letting someone be able to affect you too much directly, I guess. Like, being able to establish a point where, like, okay, this isn't going to cut it anymore. This isn't okay. What about you, Brittany? What do you think? Boundaries to me are just certain limits you set with yourself, other people. Whoever you want, really, just for the sake for the sake of yourself, or like for the betterment, for the benefit of yourself or others. Okay, okay, I thought I would agree with all all of you. You know, lines, warnings, keeping people at an arm's length because some people don't deserve your energy or your time or anything for you really so i guess i would define boundaries as sometimes we get too wrapped up in what other people want rather than what we want so i think boundaries is putting yourself first because you matter more than anything else at the end of the day because you are the only you that you can ever be you are the only you that you will ever be so you might as well put yourself first not saying you know go out and do things that would put everybody else's life in danger, but your well-being matters before anyone else's, or it should matter before anyone else's. So yes, beautiful definitions. We'd love to hear it. Thank you. All right. (laughs) So we're talking about boundaries. Um, Has there ever been a time where you were unsure about how to establish a boundary with someone, whether it was like a friend or a parent or anyone and how did you deal with that michael let's hear from you i think for us as like kids um when we think about our parents and everything like that um we kind of look for them to to guide us and um give, give us like the best information that we can you know like add to like any situation we're in and i think for me um i needed to establish a boundary with my mom um when it came to like money uh I started working when I was like 16 and um, a lot of my money was going towards her. Uh, 
it's I guess like on one side, I feel like it's kind of selfish for me to say this because like at the end of the day she needed it, but like sometimes it felt like it was an excessive amount where it could have just been like you've been doing this fine, like you was able to um ask your friends and stuff like that for this. I just feel like it's weird for you to ask your son for this. Um, and eventually, like I told her about it and we established a boundary when it came to that. Um, it's not that I don't want to um, give her money, but like I would prefer her to ask me when she really, really needs it instead of every convenient time that she feels like I could be used. That's interesting. Okay. I think it's important to realize that parents are not just parents. Sometimes they can overstep their bounds and we got to tell them or else they won't know because they believe like I'm the parent. I will listen. You will listen to me and say whatever it is that they think is right rather than listening to their child and taking into consideration what their child needs in terms of boundaries. Anybody else have other thoughts? Hey, like boundaries for work. Like I used to work so much and realizing, you know, that my my managers was putting on more tasks on me just because I could do it. They knew I could execute it, but they weren't being mindful of all the extra stuff that I had to do. So how I set my boundary was I gave them an ultimatum. I'm like, either I can work here or, you know, you raise my you raise my pay. We work something. We establish more more roles for me and more um, more privileges or or we won't but it's until i started showing them how serious about what i was saying about my boundaries and how strong i held it was what made them realize oh she's not playing and that's when i started getting all my promotions and and they started actually kissing my feet because <laughs> they realized what what they had but you have to not only establish boundaries you have to stay consistent with the boundaries that you hold against people with people members or whatever because with boundaries it's just like a wall you know it's people keep kicking it down and you're not strong enough they're just whatever they're just going to run over you you know keeping your your feet real firm as well i like that because <clears throat> that example shows that sometimes even in the workplace you know people think because you have an authority role that you can just like roll over and do whatever it is that they're asking you to do but you should be getting paid for the work that you do if i'm doing more work than my job title is stating i need to get paid <laughs> for more than my job title is stating like you're not just gonna tell me like i can do it so go ahead and do it but you're gonna get the same pay as before oh oh no no that's not how this works random pockets <laughs> but um yeah that was an awesome example. Um, I guess I'll share um, a time. Well, not necessarily a time so much so as like an experience. I feel like here um, at college, you know, because I'm basically everywhere. I feel like in general, I feel like RAs don't get paid enough. Sorry, I don't want to be the bad guy here, but RAs, the, the stuff that we have. We to don't. <laughs> We do not get paid enough. Like, I get that we get free housing, but that low $66, no, that's not, it's not enough. Because for the stuff that we have to go through and RDs, I don't think they get paid enough either because we have to endure so much on so many different levels. And I feel like you can't really establish a boundary with that because it's kind of just everything all over the place. And it's really hard to tell a resident or like 
an RD, like, see, I'm not comfortable doing that, and I don't want to, because then it seems like you're not serious about your job, and then you're like, oh, but wait, no, I need, <laughs> I need this, so let's let's run that back. Let's talk about what I can and cannot do, and I feel like because I'm an SRA, um, I get asked to do a lot more things just because I am capable of doing them. And I think that that's not really right. Like, I'm not blaming anybody here, but I don't think it's right that you're going to ask me to do more things and not pay me more. Like, I get that COVID, you know, a little panorama. I know it's pandemic. Panorama is just funny. (laughs) We got a little panorama going on. And um, I just, I don't know. We don't have the funds, whatever. But don't ask me to do more than I can handle or more than is in my job title simply because oh yeah Layla's good at this she could do it I can't but I also need money so make that happen <laughs> you know but um yeah I don't know it just gets overwhelming sometimes and it's really hard to express that to uh like superiors especially when they're you know going through their own like pressures and orders coming from the top so you don't want to burden them with something that it's not their fault, you know, directly. So it just becomes like a whole bunch of who's who, you know. But yeah, that's that's my thoughts on boundaries, on how it's difficult to establish them. So now that we talked about how it's difficult, oof, let's talk about what makes it great, you know. What are the good parts <laughs> about boundaries? Like when you set a boundary with somebody, whether somebody you love, you hate, you want to get to know, you don't want to get to know. How does that make you feel? Like, what is the process for you? Um, so I think the good thing about setting boundaries is, I guess you start to acknowledge your well-being more. Like, I just feel like that's you making a connection with, like, I guess maybe your heart and your head saying, like, bro, if this person gets to this point or this situation or they act this way, and you told yourself you was going to cut it off, and you actually do, we're going to be good. We're going to be all right. We're going to be a little hurt, obviously, because we're probably losing a friend, whatever the fuck it is, because that person's still going to have some type of significance, or, I don't know, like, you love that moment, or those memories with them. You still have to do what you have to do. So, and if they really care about you, and you guys have had to talk about this boundary, or whatever it was, they would be able to sit there and understand. Like that, just to add to that, <clears throat> I think it's important to realize that it's not always about feelings when it comes to boundaries. I think it's more what's best for you guys. Because, like you just said, sometimes you really care about that person, you love that person, but this is what needs to happen to make both of you feel better or mo- both of you feel more comfortable. But it makes you feel the type of way. But feelings are just feelings. They'll they'll subside. They'll go away. But in the long run, I think boundaries are really helpful for your mental health and even your physical health, because sometimes your mental health turns into, you know, detrimental physical health. So you want to make sure you're okay before anybody else is okay. That's the point. So I'll piggyback off what you said, how I feel about setting boundaries you know, what's the positive side behind it? I feel like, you know, boundaries, once you set them, that's like your your safety net. That's, that's your safety net before it can either get too dangerous 
or before, you know, you could get hurt, you know, in, in multiple ways, mentally, physically, financially, you know, like when you have a savings account, right? You know that at a certain amount of money in your savings account, you know, you're not going to touch it. That's your boundary. I'm going to stop right here because if I go any further, that's danger zone money, right? So it's, it's like a safety net, something that you keep there just to make sure that not only you're checking yourself, but the others around, you know, even when it comes to how you give people your energy, you know, I'm, I, I come in all the time and I let, you know, I'm pretty sure people can already tell that I have a strong energy, right? But I always try to set boundaries with people because with me, I don't like everybody in my face, you know, so I politely set my quiet boundary by keeping my distance a little bit conversating and disappearing, you know, going to my comfort zone, my comfortability zone. So I feel like that's another piggybacking what you're saying. Yeah, I like that. Um, I, I like that you mentioned financially because that reminded me of the fact that I, okay, in general, I feel like I'm a very generous person. Like if you don't have it and I do, I'm gonna do whatever I can to help you. But I feel like a lot of people start to take advantage of that and start to expect it from you. And once they start expecting it, that's when Lola Layla goes back into her shell. And then a lot of people tend to vilify you and make you feel like you're the bad person for retracting your generosity because generosity is a privilege, not a right. You don't get to just have everything that I have because if you have everything I have what I'm gonna have nothing <laughs> you know? exactly zero like I'm gonna just sit here and wave in the in the wind like a flag and you just gonna be living lavish <laughs> I don't I can't I can't always give the best parts of myself but my point is I think when it comes to generosity you have to have a boundary for yourself. Like me personally, I need to establish that boundary. Like I've gotten better at it, but like in high school, like Michael can attest to this. I was very flagrant with money. <laughs> like It was like a joke to me, like you hungry? Me too, let's go eat, you know? If I had it, we had it. So I don't know, I think over time you get to realize that not everybody's going to be the same way or have the ability to be the same way you know, towards you. So you kind of have to rein yourself in and be like, all right, I want to be generous, but I also need this little little $20 for when I'm hungry later. So um, we just gonna stop right now, <laughs> you know? Like, you gonna be okay, I'm gonna be okay. It's cool, you know, it's great. So yeah, um, Brittany, you have any- I'd be generous to yourself first. Yeah, facts, no cap. Cause you matter more. I'm gonna keep saying that, you matter more. <laughs> Brittany, any uh, thoughts, Miss Laffy? Before my entire life, I'm pretty sure I had, I never set boundaries to anyone. I was just all over the place, like, <laughs> like helping people out, or like letting people walk over me. Like it was bad. Um, and then I don't know. I was just like kind of tired in like maybe junior year, senior year of high school. It, I just was, like, really drained all the time. And I was like, why am I so drained? Like, this is confusing. <laughs> and then I realized I was giving myself so much to everyone. And, like, it's okay, but, like, no one was giving me the same energy back. Or at least, like, 
not like out of all the people, not even like a few of them. It was just like just all my energies with everybody else, and no one was even giving me like a crumb <laughs> back. So I was like, ooh, that kind of hurts. But they still loved me, but they wasn't just doing the most. I feel like I was like, I'm very. Oh, I used to be very like. I don't even know the word like just too much like if somebody didn't even ask me for help I'm over here like oh you want help you I'm gonna help you right now no girl they didn't ask so just sit down <laughs> and I didn't know when to do that <laughs> so I'll be like they didn't even ask me for help and I'm over here stressed out and because they homework not done but they didn't even ask me help with their homework so what am I doing right now so then so, oh so what did you do to change it they, yeah that's what I'm getting to I'm sorry um <laughs> So what I did to change that, I basically would just identify, like, sometimes in my body when I'm feeling drained, I kind of, like, feel an emptiness in my stomach. So when I would feel that emptiness, I'll be like, okay, I'll sit down and I'll write out what could be the possibilities of me feeling this way. And it's it always kind of leads back to um, not setting boundaries with people. So if someone hurts me, I'm like, okay. I have to either tell them and we try to fix it or I just stop doing what I'm doing because they can still um you can still maintain the relationship by not saying anything at all. I don't think you always have to address stuff sometimes because if I'm the one that's doing the most and they're fine with and I like what they're doing still, but it's like hurting me because I'm doing more than them. If I if I go to the same level they're on, then everything would be fine. So we don't really have to have a conversation. That makes sense. Um, so that's my process sometimes when I'm trying to figure out the setting boundaries. I kind of have a feeling every time it's like the same feeling. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, I like that. Trust that you're good because you know guts be spitting sometimes. You know they be letting you know when things are not. Are not right and you gotta listen to it even if something seems like but but they're night nah it's telling you that for a reason at least think about it you know consider it because your guess not always right but sometimes it's essential to listen because i'm all, like i was also like that in high school like i just said like just try to help everybody meanwhile i'm sitting in the corner you know playing my little pencil like huh it would be nice if somebody did this for me, <laughs> you know, but I, I can't expect that from people. I think it's important that reciprocity is an idea, but not everybody is on the same wavelength as you. Like as much as you're giving, somebody else is just like, oh, they giving this to me. I, I didn't even ask them to. And they get I'm fine. Say less. You know, there are givers and there are takers in this world. And if you give and you don't realize that you're just in the presence of a taker, you will never stop. And then once you do stop, all of a sudden you're being a bad friend or things aren't the same that they used to be or blah, 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 all this hoopla. Like, no, <laughs> you're just a bad friend. And now you're trying to project that onto me because I stopped doing all the nice stuff that I wish you'd do for me. You know? Like, it's not that complicated. You kind of just know. I agree that you don't always have to address it, like, verbally. You kind of just let it be. And then if it's not, if it comes to a point where you need to address it, then you're like, all right, this is why I stopped, blah, blah, blah. But it's not always uh, a conversation needs to be had. But go ahead. 
Um, I was going to say, like, yeah, for, like, the process, it can go either way. You can either address it directly or just address it within yourself and do what you have to do to make things right for you. Um, but if it comes to that, you should always, like, talk about it and be direct, which is not always easy to do. So easier said than done. But, like, a lot of times people can be direct, but it, it's that doesn't mean it's always going to go well. Cause some things could get messy and people's feelings could get involved. And then you just sitting there arguing because you just wanted to tell someone how you felt. So sometimes it's, it's messy. So, yeah, that's all I have to say. Without naming names, if you're comfortable, um, can you name a time where it was essential but actually extremely difficult to build a boundary with a person. Like you were in a situation where this person was hurtful to you, whether it be emotionally, mentally, even physically, hopefully that's not the case, but it was one of the hardest things you've had to do, but you needed to do it for yourself. When my uh, brother passed away, when he started um, drinking and smoking and doing all the other shit that he was doing, um to kill himself um he would always like ask me for money because he eventually like um became homeless or whatever it was so he would always like ask me for money um to like buy him stuff and i used to like send it to him all the time um and then like after a while um like i saw him again he just kept looking skinnier so i'm like i'm giving you money to eat or whatever the fuck you need it for you're not using it on that what else are you using it on and I had to like make a boundary that I would I didn't really feel the best doing, but um of not giving him anything else because he's just gonna keep feeding his addiction. And as much as I would love I guess to know that he I guess love the idea that he's using it to better himself, um that's not the reality. So Yikes. because of that I kinda backed away from him for a while. Thank you for that, Michael. Um, if I'm being honest, it's not very difficult for me to set boundaries because I have this thing where if I notice that someone's energy is off, I'm, I don't know, I'm very good at like feeling other people's energy. So if I notice that somebody's energy is off, I just step back and a lot of the times they don't really notice that I've stepped back. So it's kind of like, it's like having a conversation with somebody or you're walking with someone and then one person stops and they keep going and they're just talking and they just don't notice that you've left. So I'm just like, oh yeah, you know, I guess you didn't really need me. So I just go the opposite direction and go about my day. <laughs> but um, maybe I'd probably say, <sighs> maybe my older brother as well. Um, he, he, uh, he's a mess, you know, he's been to jail several times. Um, um, he's been to jail several times and it was really hard seeing him the way that he was. Um, and he felt like, like, just because that I was his sister, that means I'm supposed to be on his side always. And I'm supposed to like be there for him and open the door when he comes in at like 2 AM unreasonably. And I just stopped i kind of just had to let it be known like yo i'm not 
I feel like you treat me like I am an expendable, like I am just here for whenever you mess up and you just want a cheerleader in your corner. I'm nobody's cheerleader. I need to know the facts. <laughs> like, are you right in this situation or are you wrong in this situation? Because I can't sit here and say, oh, yeah, they're out to get you when I don't even know what it is that you have or haven't done. And I don't know. I think that was difficult because he is my brother and I still love him to death. You know, his birthday's tomorrow, actually. And I don't know. I think that is it was a difficult one. But because I'm here, I don't really have to confront it as much. Um, maybe when I go back home, I'll have to. But I think I've made my point very clear. I'm not going to just stand by and let you talk to anyone any kind of way or do anything you want simply because you can or simply because you're hurting, too. Like everybody got problems. World's not just about you. Well, I, I guess, you know, my boundaries is like boundaries more I had to set with my friends. I used to have this friend who she would make the craziest decisions. But deep down, I knew she was a good person. I knew her mom. You know, I just knew her story. And I was, you know, kind of was a little bit warm hearted towards her. But one day, you know, she was calling me in the middle of her doing some bullshit. And I had it, you know, I had I had my own business, so I had an event that I had to do the next day. And deep down, it's like, damn, you know, I'm so used to going and driving, but I'm like, hell no, I can't choose her over me. And that's what how I realized, you know, you really have to set your boundaries with your friends because, you know, with you extending yourself all the time, you know, it gets tired, tiring. When you're not putting your when your friends are making crazy decisions that's allowing you to be Captain Save a Ho, that's how you need to cut off folks and draw that 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 bright orange and that bright orange line. Shit. That's caution right there. You gotta pay attention to the boundaries to the lines that you see. There's another time. I was in Miami and me and um me and my friend, we drove down to Miami. And she was, uh, we were supposed to leave like later on that day. And she wanted to meet up with with a friend or something and was trying to rush. But I already said what time we was leaving. So she ends up leaving, you know, trying to rush us. And I, I feel like, you know, my, my anxieties is it was rising. So, you know, in regards to boundary rise, I realized, you know, I can't let myself get upset and ruin my my plans just because somebody wants to change their plans just to so it's more convenient for them. So what I did, I said, "Girl, you can go," and she flew her ass back home. But I had a great time. It was probably the best time I ever had after. As you should, I love that. You know, you got to choose you first. You matter more. We're screaming that from the rooftops. <laughs> um, what about you, Brittany? You got anything? I don't even know if this really counts, but, like, um, I have a best friend. Like, I've known her since before we were even born. Like, our families knew each other. Then out the womb, we was homies <laughs> still to this day. Um, and after middle school, we went to different high schools. So we didn't see each other as much. And she started like having this bad habit habit of being late all the time to everything so we would make plans and i'll be like 
waiting for her for hours, like two hours, three hours, and she would just be leaving her house. I'm like, okay, like, it's fine. Like, we don't see each other this often, like, that often. Um, Because my best friend, like, I really want to see her. So I'll wait. And when it was, like, every time we would hang out, I'd be like, all right, bro, like, let me just find a bench. Like, it just started becoming part of the routine. Like, I'm like, where I'm going to go to wait for her for three hours, like. And one day, I even... I didn't even set the boundary. Like, I didn't tell her directly what would happen. I just stopped asking her to hang out, and she would ask me. I knew she would still be late, but I'm like, okay, you want to hang out? All right, let's hang out. And I would leave later than I said I was going to leave because either way, she was going to be late. (laughs) So we started showing up around the same time, or she would be, like, 30 minutes late now. (laughs) So... That's what I had to do, which is kind of a bad example, but it's one of the ones I thought of because I just felt like it was very inconsiderate. And she knew it, too. She even said, like, a year ago, like, I'm sorry, I've always been late every time we hang out, and I'm going to be better. And I was like, it's okay. And then I just started having, like, no expectations. So (laughs) when we hung out the next time, she was late. Even though she said sorry for being late. So I was like, it's it's totally fine. I know what to expect. And um Yeah, I guess I never really like said, Oh my god, like, you know, like I'm setting a boundary with you, like we need to like not hang out or let me know you're gonna be late, like so I can go home or like leave when you leave. Like don't lie to me and say like you left the house already when you didn't. Um so, yeah, that's my example, even though it's kind of not a boundary. But it was for me, like, setting one with myself. Like, just don't have any expectations when it comes to hanging out with her and being on time. That was it. That was it for me, what I set in my mind. <laughs> so, yeah, still love her. My girl. But I just can't, can't, can't keep waiting. <laughs> so, yeah. That was a good example. I think so. Um, I'm I'm kind of glad you mentioned it because I think a lot of where boundaries start to become like necessary is when people say sorry every single time that they're doing something or like establishing a pattern of dishonesty or disloyalty or anything of that sort. And then it becomes like sorry only works if you change. That's that's how it works. You don't just get to keep all your sorries in your pocket and dole one out every time you mess up so that you could be like, yeah, I said sorry. So it's fixed. We done. Whatever. <laughs> and I think that's she was she was genuinely sorry, though. But like. I just still had no faith and she ain't even had faith in herself. Like she knows she's going to be late herself. So it is not it don't even I'm going to shut up that <laughs> I mean, I guess sometimes. Things do happen, you know, whether it's the train or you take it longer than you anticipated. But I feel like if you're honest, it always happens (laughs) every single time. I'm just listen. I don't know. From my personal experience, every time somebody tells me sorry after they mess up, it's just because they underestimated the amount of time it would take them to do something, or they 
overestimated how long I would take to do something. So I guess they were trying to take into account the fact that I take long when I don't. I just throw clothes on. I don't really care that much. That's not it's not my style. <laughs> but I don't know. I guess the point is um, repetitive saris kind of lead to essential boundaries. I'm going to trademark that. Repetitive saris lead to essential boundaries. Because it gets old after a while. And I feel like if you're really friends with somebody, you, you want to be honest with them. As honest as you can get. You know? Because... That's your best friend. What are they going to do? Be mad at you? Maybe for a little while, but you were honest with them. So they're less mad than if you were to lie to them and then make them wait. It's like, okay, I'm going to find my little bench and sit here and wait. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. All right. Um, Do you have any advice for people who are struggling to build boundaries with anyone? Like, whether it's a loved one or a stranger or a stranger acquaintance. Yes. Be consistent. Be consistent and be firm. Be consistent and be firm. I like that. That's that's fair. That makes sense. What about you, Brittany? You look like you had something. Um, I was just going to say, like, if you're struggling, whether it's, like, old do I want to set boundaries? Like, will this ruin relationships? Like, the relationship is already ruined because you're afraid to set the boundary. If you set it, it's going to probably go a long way and make everything a little bit better, at least. Um, So I would say just do it even though you're scared. Like, for me, sometimes I'm pretty scared of confrontation most of the time. So I'll just shut up about everything. <laughs> but you can't do that. And you kind of just have to always advocate for yourself. So if it's something you want to let somebody know, even if it's unreasonable, you can still have a conversation and maybe you'll realize, oh, wait, I'm kind of bugging. Or, oh, wait, this is actually what I want and I deserve this. So I'm going to say it, you know, either way. Just go for it. I like you said that you deserve it because, like I said, this entire time, you matter more. (laughs) And the fact is, the fact is, that um when you establish boundaries you're not only trying to save the relationship i saw it on on um on tactic you know the little little app that yeah 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 talked yeah tiktok but i call it tactic so (laughs) so i saw it on um on tactic when someone establishes boundaries with you it's an attempt to save the relationship not hurt you so i thought that that was really kind of insightful because when somebody is establishing boundaries that means they care about you enough so that they're like i don't want to lose this with you but we need to have this in place just so that we don't drift apart or we don't lose whatever it is we have because one of us is going to get upset and then blow up and say things we don't need to say or maybe it does need to be said but in a way that's not helpful or positive you know what you got michael oh like i was just gonna agree with all you guys well, them two, and now you, yeah, your your point was great. Um, you had me dead. I'm not gonna lie. You had me dead when you said you matter more because you've been saying it in the same pitch the entire time, and it's just killing me. It's killing me just now. Um, but nah, um, you guys really you matter more. Yeah, thanks. That ass. Um, I, I don't really got much to say. Y'all, y'all do y'all shit. I appreciate that. Thank you. I try. I try. (laughs) Okay, so 
I just thought of this. I think it's a really cool question. So if the you now 2021 Britney 2021 Michael 2021 Karina could talk to high school you about boundaries, what would you say? What would be the first thing you say? I'll be like, girl, what in the world? What what are you doing? <laughs> like, I, I, you're in pain. Why are you in pain for no reason right now? Like, you could easily just stop doing all of this. Let people know how you feel. Because if they're really your friends or they really love you, then it'll be okay. And you'll get through it. Um, Don't be so afraid to advocate for yourself. And try to get the things that you want. Because you're giving everybody else what they want. You should get what you want, too. Um, What else would I say? Pick your battles, I guess, when you're setting boundaries. Some people, it's just not worth setting a boundary. You might just have to let them go all together. <laughs> Which is, I guess, kind of setting a boundary at the same time. Um, like, kind of in a way. But, yeah, that's, that's not for myself. For my stupid high school self, girl. Mm. I, don't, I don't think your high school self was stupid. I think it was just, you know, not as experienced. Because once you go through life, you start to realize things. And you're like, wow, that was an option this whole time? I cool. I'm just, I'm just a dumbass then. That's cool. Moving on. <laughs> Michael or Karina, you got any uh, advice for your past self, your high school self? Oh, well, I guess for me, I will tell my high school self about boundaries, but more in a mental form. Make sure that you have a strong boundary in your own with yourself to not let anybody affect you or make you view yourself any different than how you really are. Because I used to listen to kids back in the day, you know, it's whatever they they was hating on. They was hating, but whatever they were saying. You know, I felt like if I didn't, if I built a stronger boundary for myself in regards of more like a safety net, a guard, you know, then I probably wouldn't have some problems that I have right now. So, as I said, and also I should have been a lot more consistent and firm with some of the shit that I was saying. I mean, not shit that I was saying, some of the stuff that I was doing. I like that. Okay, okay, Michael, you, you, the last one, homie. No dice, beans, and rice. Learn to feel your emotions, and yeah, I, I, I guess I don't know about like boundary. I guess for myself when it comes to that situation, but like I guess I, if I could not really give them advice, but like an urge to learn how to express yourself or feel your emotions or acknowledge or, yeah or acknowledge them what, what they were what, what your triggers are yeah so that i'll know how to like i guess move because i feel like sometimes i'll feel something and then i just move on to the next thing um because i just like i don't like staying still i don't like being in it i just like to keep on moving see what the next day has for me what the next day has for me feel me but um yeah, I think that's really all I can say. Well, since I knew you since high school, I think high school Michael would really appreciate that because you definitely did have a tendency to like just be like, all right, cool. 
somebody could have just like I don't know, spilt something all over your new shoes. You'd be like, <sighs> be like, it's whatever. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean it's whatever? You spend a lot of money on shoes. Those are your favorite shoes. What do you mean? It's like, I think it's really important to feel how you feel. Because when you push that away, you're kind of, I guess, putting yourself in a box. And telling yourself that your feelings don't matter because... It's only going to inconvenience somebody else or make somebody else feel a certain way. But like, fuck them. I'm gonna give a damn about them. They don't. They clearly don't give a damn about you. So why you give a damn about them? Make it make sense. Two plus two will always equal four. So what I'm saying. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, you need to put in the energy that you want to get out, and I think boundaries help create that energy. To close out, I think the last question that I have for you guys is what did you think of this did you like this topic <laughs> like how we feel about this discussion it's a good topic that's a good topic because people really need to understand and establish what boundaries are and how to set them and how to apply them to their daily lives not only mentally not only physically not only emotionally but also in the work environment I really enjoyed this. I think me, this is the idea me and you came up with, right? Yeah. Um, I just thought it was yeah. something about something I felt um, kind of, or I guess was dwelling on like a past um, time I had to set boundaries with someone. And I don't know, I just wanted to know if other people felt the same way or had the same um, process. So, yeah. Brittany, what do you think about this conversation? I really like this one. I think for some reason I didn't have much to say, but in my head I was just like so many things were scrambling, but I couldn't put it into words. Um, but it was nice to listen to everyone, especially um our special our special guest. I liked a lot of what she had to say. I don't want to say her name wrong. That's why I'm saying her. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, I really liked a lot of what she said. Um, and there was something else I wanted to say. Um, there was something else I had. Oh, so I feel like it was nice to listen to everyone and especially listen to someone that is a little bit older, has more experience. That was nice. Um, also, I feel like there's a lot to take away. Um, because even though I kind of spoke to my past self. I'm also speaking to my future self because I recently started actually um, setting more boundaries for the betterment of myself. Um, And there's a lot to take away for the future, Brittany, because there's still a lot of work to do. (laughs) So, yeah, this topic was very nice to participate in and discuss. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I agree. I think the main takeaways is feel your feelings, be consistent and firm in the things that you're saying, because once you flop on that, people think you're going to flop on everything else and change your mind about whatever it is that you're trying to set as a boundary. Um, I also think, oh, I also think that um, you matter more 
I'm going to say that, scream it to the rooftops. That is the main takeaway to all the listeners out there. You matter more. So establish that boundary. Be consistent. Let them know that you matter more and you know that you matter more and you are going to let them know that you matter more. Talk to them. Let them know. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. So do you guys want to say bye to the listeners? All right. Bye, everybody. When you get a chance, follow me on Instagram at S-C-H-E-F underscore Rena, R-E-E-N-A, Lee, L-E-E. And I think that's the same on TikTok as well. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and follow and like and subscribe. Follow her handle. Show her some love. I appreciate that you were here with us, Karina. I was about to yes. say Oh, Karina's right. I'm sorry for saying it wrong. So, thank you everybody for listening. We're back and we're better. We're going to come back in a couple weeks with a new episode. So, stay tuned. And if you have any ideas of what you want to hear more about or if you'd like to be part of of the next episode, let us know. We don't bite here. We're nice. I promise. (laughs) All right. See y'all on the flip side. Peace. Bye. Bye. Bye.